In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Here we are, in this sacred time of Lent. We have undertaken this journey of 40 days, which will lead us up to Jerusalem. And we all know what's going to happen over there, the cross. And our Lord knew that his cross would be a cause of scandal, even for his own disciples. He knew that they would not understand how someone who declares himself to be the Son of God could die in such a manner. So it was to avoid this scandal that our Lord took three of his disciples to the mountain. Because before the false accusation, our Lord wanted them to see the testimony of Moses and Elias. Before the humiliation, Our Lord wanted them to see his glory, the eternal glory that he has with the Father and the Holy Ghost. So they would know when they had to see Jesus hanging on the cross that he was not dying by force, but out of love that he was giving his own life willingly in order to save mankind from eternal damnation, in order to save you and me. Yes, great and beautiful is this truth, but this is not everything. Because like the temple of Jerusalem, which was divided in three parts, the porch, the sanctuary, and the holy of holies, in the same way, the holy scriptures have three different levels or dimensions. The first one is the literal sense, which tells us what happened, the historical fact. And this first level can be accessed by anyone who simply opens the holy book. However, that's not the case for the other two dimensions of the Holy Scriptures. So if the porch of the temple, which symbolizes here the literal sense, could be accessed by Jews and the Gentiles, 
the sanctuary, and the holy of holies were forbidden places for anyone who did not belong to the people of God. But we, we belong to the Church of Christ, so we can enter into the temple. We do not have to confine ourselves to the porch of the literal meaning, but we can go further. And then we shall find the other two dimensions of the Holy Scriptures. One that teaches what we have to do, and it is this, the moral sense. And the other one that teaches what we have to believe, and it is this, the allegorical sense. So let us now open the doors of the Holy Temple of the Scripture in order to contemplate the Sanctuary and the Holy of Holies. The Sanctuary, which is the second part of the Temple, symbolizes here the moral sense of the scripture. It means what we have to do in order to be saved. In the gospel for today, our Lord led his disciples into a high mountain. And this mountain symbolizes here holiness of life. It is a mountain because holiness elevates us and places us closer to heaven, higher than all the things here on earth. And our Lord wants to lead each one of us to the mountain of holiness. This is what St. Paul says in the epistle. For this day. This is the will of God, your sanctification. It is a commandment. God wants you to be holy. God wants you to become a saint. And that's the reason why He created you. Holiness is the goal for every human being in such a way that if we do not achieve it, we will have wasted our lives. Do you get it? If by chance you are not looking for holiness, you are simply wasting your life. Because holiness is the will of God, is our vocation, each one according 
to his own estate in life. But in order to arrive at the top of the mountain, the disciples had to climb. What clearly signifies that holiness of life requires some effort. Without any doubt, the work of our sanctification depends on God, but also on us. It is true that it is God who operates with his grace, but it is also true that we have to cooperate by our own free will. So what should I do to cooperate with the grace of God? How do I become a saint? That's the question that we should ask. And in fact, there is only one answer. There is only one recipe for holiness. And here it is. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart and with thy whole soul and with thy whole strength. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart and with thy whole soul and with thy whole strength. This is the recipe, this is the secret, the love of God, charity. But this charity has to be complete. We cannot love God with only a part of ourselves. The love of God has to cover the totality of our existence. And that's the reason why God demands a triple love. Because we have a triple constitution. Body, soul, and spirit. So the perfect charity which implies the totality of our being, has to show itself in three different ways. So first of all, regarding our body, the love of God is manifested in fasting, in abstinence, in sobriety, in chastity, in modesty, in dress, in everything that mortifies our flesh and unites ourselves with the sufferings of Jesus Christ. And this is love. This is the charity of the body. Regarding our soul, the love of God is manifested in almsgiving or in a general way 
in works of mercy for the body or the soul of our neighbor, like to help the poor, to visit the sick, to bear wrongs patiently, to forgive offenses, to pray for the living and the dead. And this is love, this is the charity of the soul. And now regarding our spirit, our heart, which is the higher part of the soul, the love of God is manifested in prayer, in adoration, in asking pardon for our sins, in thanksgiving, in spiritual reading, in seeking the presence of God. And this is also love. This is the charity of the Spirit. So these are the three good works that God wants to receive from us. Fasting, almsgiving, and prayer. These are the weapons of our salvation. The great means for holiness. This is the way to love God with all the strength of our body, with all our soul, and with all our heart. And that's why our Lord took three of his disciples to the mountain, in order to show that holiness of life has to touch the entire man, his body, his soul and his heart. Because the love is only real when it is complete. So if we climb the mountain of holiness with our whole selves, if we give ourselves entirely to the love of God, we shall see one day the glory of His face. And this is the third part of the temple, the Holy of Holies, the allegorical meaning of the Holy Scriptures. Allegorical, because the history hides a mystery and the transfiguration of Christ makes reference to the glory of heaven. Faith teaches us that if we are faithful to the grace of God, if we live in true charity, we shall enter one day into the kingdom of heaven. Like the disciples on that high mountain, we shall then see the glory of God that shines in the face of Christ. We shall see our blessed mother, Saint Joseph, and all the angels and saints. 
However, if some of the disciples were able to experience the transfiguration of our Lord before his passion, it is not the same case for us. We have, first of all, to experience the passion of Christ. We need to share in his suffering here below if we want to have part in his glory afterwards. For us, the transfiguration will come later. So let us use well this holy season of Lent in order to fix what we do wrong and to unite ourselves more and more with our Lord Jesus Christ by fasting, works of mercy, and prayer. So that one day we may all come to the kingdom of heaven where we shall contemplate at last all the beauty and the splendor of his holy face. Amen. Therefore, my brethren, be holy, because this is the will of God for you. Be holy, because without holiness, we will not see the face of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.